Inherently Happy, episode 203, Help Happy, with Happy Jim and Callis McGee. We begin, of course, with the Happy Creed. We believe in happy, in balance and growth, of being mindful and grateful, compassionate and understanding. Yowza-ha-ha, my happy friends. I can best illustrate the power of helping by telling you the tale of how Happy Jim met Callis McGee. They met in college and at first did not get along. It was in the dorm rec room, sitting amongst a small group of guys and girls. Most of them already knew Jim and were used to his silly behavior, but Callis was not. I wrote a poem, Jim said, apropos of nothing, interrupting the conversation Callis was having with one of the girls, a fact that he did not appear to like very much. The first two lines you may already know, Jim went on, undaunted, but the last two lines I made up myself. You ready? Everyone nodded and or affirmed that they were, save Callis, who showed a near-hostile disinterest. Roses are red and violets are blue, Jim recited. Those are the ones you know, even though violets are violet, but blue is easier to rhyme, I guess. And the last two lines I wrote myself. Lilies are white and daisies are yellow with a black spot in the middle. A very respectable laughter response was enjoyed by all, save Callus. He proceeded to deride the childishness of Jim's humor and cast various aspersions upon his person and his dating prowess until Jim had little recourse but to beat a hasty retreat. And no matter how many others came to Jim's subsequent defense, Callus would not be swayed. And it might have kept going on much like that, if not for the altercation. You see, Happy Jim, ever the helper, had agreed to fill in for the girl meant to watch the front door of the dorm after hours, making visitors sign in and doing a building walkthrough every so often to see that all was secure. It's a fairly uneventful job, especially on a weeknight. Well, on, what su- on one such round, all was anything but secure. Callis, who lived on the second floor, was down on the first floor, which is where Jim lived. And there was a bit of unpleasantness going on in the room of one of Jim's floor mates. A big fella they called Wiz, because of the wizard-shaped bong he had, who didn't usually show a temper, but he sure was showing one to Callis. Things got heated, and the Wiz pulled a screwdriver on Callis. Now, I'd like to report that I mean a drink comprised of vodka and OJ, but no, I'm talking about the long metal tool meant for the driving and undriving of screws. It's not generally thought of as a weapon, but I wouldn't want to get stabbed with one all the same. Well, Callis took this implement brandishment as an act of aggression tantamount to a declaration of war and who can blame him for that's exactly what it was and as it happens callus is nothing if not always prepared for war and as such he expertly flicked open a well-oiled lockback knife with a resounding snap before anyone even realized he had drawn it as you can imagine this escalated things further and raised the noise levels to the point that it even alerted a passing security guard, prompting him to investigate. 
Or maybe that was the plan all the while, since as soon as he was spotted and called over, Wiz quickly stashed the tool in his room, leaving Callus holding the bag, as it were. Jim figured he should make himself scarce and hightailed it out of there and back to his post before the guard could show up. Sometime later, Callus took a seat on the windowsill across from Jim's sign-in table. Not speaking, just sitting. Jim looked at him, but didn't stare. Callus eventually nodded to himself as he looked around the otherwise empty lobby, then took a deep breath and asked, You got my knife? Jim took a quick look around before reaching into his pocket and handing it over. It's nice, Jim said. Good condition. You obviously take good care of it. Yeah, Callus said, turning it over in his hands, checking the edge before closing it again. Can't believe no one saw you take it, Callus said. Yeah, Jim said. They were too busy trying to rat you out to the guard. Besides, who would suspect me, Jim said. I'm silly. <laughs> I don't get you, man, Callus said. I treat you like shit and you help me anyway. What's wrong with you? Asks the guy who carries a sharpened knife with him at all times, Jim said. What'd you think Wiz was going to do with a screwdriver? I wasn't about to find out, Callus said. But seriously, why'd you do it? What would have happened if you got caught? Jim asked. I don't know. Got in trouble, Callus said. No big deal. Maybe you're old school, Jim said. But here, it's instant expulsion. They might have even pressed charges. And since... You didn't even start it. How is that fair? In fact, I suspect they planned out the whole thing since that security guard wasn't due to come by for another two hours. Callus raised an eyebrow at that. And my friends seem to think you're cool, Jim said, though I don't see it myself. Callus raised both eyebrows at that, keeping them up for a moment or two, clearly unused to being talked to like that. So, Jim said, smiling, I guess you owe me one now, huh? If anyone figures out what happened, they'll kick you out too, Callus said. For de-escalating a potentially dangerous situation, Jim asked. Huh, maybe. But I don't have a history of violence, which is probably why no one suspects me. Despite the fact I was the only other person there. Did they think you threw it out the window, Jim said? They checked, Callus said. And that's why they're not detectives, Jim said. They don't follow the evidence, just their assumptions. However, if they see me chatting with you now, Jim trailed off, shrugging. Callus nodded and stood up. Right, well, you're definitely out there, pal. But anybody ever gives you trouble, you send them to me. Now, if I wanted them stabbed to death, I'd do it myself, Jim said. Callus smiled, shook his head, and left. From that time onward, Callus was Jim's biggest defender at school. Not that Jim needed it, most people liked him. But if anyone called him silly or mocked him in any way, Callus wasn't having it. Still, it's not like they hung out all that much. Jim wasn't a heavy drinker or smoker like Callus. And while, sure, Jim had a temper of his own, he wasn't nearly as hot-headed as Callus who did eventually get expelled for getting into a fight. And yet they kept in contact. Sometimes Callus was in jail, sometimes he wasn't. 
Sometimes Jim could talk Callus down from doing something drastic. Sometimes he couldn't. Jim likes to help, and Callus doesn't. But even Callus appreciated that one time Jim helped him, even if all it did was delay the inevitable. But sometimes that's all the help one may need. So maybe there's hope for Callus yet. Uh-huh. Yeah, was a-